Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Uncut with Colby and Andrew. Today we're on episode 11, and we have a very exciting guest, Kimi Minor, a Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and producer from Hawaii. Yep, and she's won multiple Nahoku Hanohano Awards. She started her own creative agency called Haku Collective a few years ago, and she has three young kids. I don't know how she does it. They're like, she had three under three, which is kind of I can't even imagine. And this episode was like so inspirational too because like, you know, she shares her life experiences and, you know, everything that she's learned from it and her mindset and how she really set her intentions at a young, you know, part of her career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She like had challenges like everybody else, but she had, she said, don't let your fear outweigh your passion. Kimmy, thank you so much for being here yeah, with us. Thank you so Thanks. much. We're excited because you're our first musical guest and oh, first Big uh, Island from the Big Island guest. Yes. Represent. Big Island in the house. Yes. <laughs> in the holiday. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I know yeah. you have so much going on, but we just wanted to like, Sorry, you know, talk story about your whole journey. It was a journey. <laughs> it really was so, a journey. So, it still is. Yeah. So how did your, you know, your music career start? Um, passion. I had uh -huh. a passion for music from when I was little. I started kind of writing and playing ukulele first. Um, really deep songs. No, just kidding. <laughs> they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're my best friend. Aww, um, and then I, when I went to Kamehameha as a boarder, Kapalama campus, I took my dad's nylon string guitar, started getting more into my feels and kind of like diary style writing where I would take pages from my diary and figure out melodies to it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Awesome. And I, but I was really shy. So I made a little CD for my um, friends, gave it to them and like went off to college. And while I was there, I met a reggae singer, Barrington Levy. And he asked me on the spot at his show, after the show backstage, if I would sing for him. And I never, I was that so shy. So I crazy. would yeah, never sing yeah. for anybody. Uh -huh. And my one of my best friends was there like, do it, do it. Hyping you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always need that friend. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so I did it. And then he invited me to come on tour with him. And so it was my, I was 19. I went on tour with Barrington Levy on the West Coast of like California and um, just the West Coast of America. And um, yeah, that was kind of where I got sucked into the whole thing i loved being on stage i kind of my passion was greater than my fear i always say so that's, that's awesome. really that's what yeah what kind of drove me to like get up there with my dad's nylon string guitar still had that one uh -huh. and then finally barrington was like let me get you a guitar that like plugs in <laughs> for stage i'm like okay <laughs> so yeah that was really where it all started for me how did you even make that connection? Were you, um, did, did you know him or know somebody who knew him? Yeah, like, it was his neighbor yeah. uh, was my friend, his neighbor in Jamaica. I became friends with him. I was in the reggae scene, so going to all the concerts and, uh -huh. you know, just like he was one of the merchandisers. Like I had a booth at every show. His name was Baliwa. And so he introduced me to Barrington and said, this girl sings, you know, and then that's how it all oh, started. So wow. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. I know. Like, I, I love those, really like, believe that. Uh -huh. Yeah. I love those stories where it's like the right place, right time, mm -hmm. just like magic happens right there. Yeah. I think it's about intention. I never mm -hmm. knew this back then, mm -hmm. but I really had like a strong intention for myself. And so I think when you, when you align your attention, um, your intention with what you would intend to do, you know, mm -hmm. then the universe rises up to meet you where you are. That's I believe awesome. that. I love that. I did truly you, believe that as well. Did you like picture yourself like on stage, singing on a stage? Like you from knew that when was I was little. Mm -hmm. Yes. And oh, it derives from that passion that you have. Yeah. Oh, 
awesome. I yeah. love those stories. You manifested it and you it happened. Did. It's happening. It's, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, so that was back in, so you were going to college in San yep. Diego? Yep, in 2003 and 2004. Then I moved to Jamaica and I was recording. And oh, Wow doing stuff there which was crazy like so interesting because it's a different island culture than we Mm -hmm. are used to um they're very boastful and loud and proud and like the opposite of how i was raised in hawaii Uh very and like humble Humble. and Mm -hmm. quiet Mm -hmm. no they're like let me everybody listen to my song (laughs) (laughs) everyone's a star everyone's a star yeah But that's yeah. cool to be able to experience that as well though and like oh so yeah how long it was were you there really for? cool for me to get me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. i was there for about five months or something oh, okay yeah. were you record like recording an album there i was recording with barrington and i recorded at shaggy studio in kingston jamaica Whoa, that's crazy. i recorded with sly and robbie these are all like idols that i looked up to uh-huh. in the right. reggae world and so i was 19 it was really exciting for me i wrote I don't know, like 30 songs while I was there. I lived up in the country, in not a country, yeah. in <laughs> Clarendon, which is like four hours from the nearest airport. You know, yeah. it's really far. Um, but I noticed that that was my personality, mm-hmm. uh-huh. independence, and just kind of like going for it. Mm-hmm. And actually, my name, Kimie, means a branch of oneself. It's a Japanese name, actually, and a branch of oneself, which is like independence. Mm-hmm. And I've really always kind of carried that. Nice. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So, did your like your songwriting, you know, like change while you're in Jamaica as well? You were writing songs out there, yeah, and, like, through your life experiences. Yeah, I mean, I learned patois, you know, because they would be like, "Well, I'm like a dirty boy," you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you say things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like, huh? And so I kind of learned some things, um, and so I kind of included that in some of my songs. And actually, a song that I wrote with Imua back in uh-huh. high school called Make Me Say, I added in some of this patois, um, and we recorded it when I came back from Jamaica. And we didn't release it until, like, seven or, like, many years later. Right, right, right. But it was one of my first singles all these years later. Yeah. So you've known Imua from high Kamehameha? school. Yep. We went to high school together. Are you guys classmates? He's one year older than me. Because you also went to school with Anuhea, right? Yeah. And JP from The Green. And, oh, my gosh. Um, actually, a lot of musicians. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How <laughs> exciting. Okay, so you went to Jamaica, and then you came back home, and then you... Did, is that when you, like, recorded <coughs> your first album? Well, you know, so it was like this high of, yay, oh my gosh, all these amazing opportunities. Um, and I was I was hit up from a few different like labels and things. Um, what I did was I started just recording my own music mm-hmm. on my garage band. And I was actually living in Hong Kong at the time. And I was sharing my music on MySpace. Oh, oh wow. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'd be like, friends, like, check this out. And then they would share it on their pages. And I had over a million views, or not views, it was hits, I yeah, guess, like back listens, then. Yeah, listens. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone was putting it on their page. And this, I was the number one unsigned artist on MySpace in Hawaii during that time. That was in 2005. And I just had no guidance. I didn't know what to do with all of these mm-hmm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. And so it actually kind of was... Um, I don't even know. I felt jaded. Like, I just felt like, okay, this person said this, but, like, are yeah. they going to come through with it? Or And then I was kind of taken advantage by a few different people. And honestly, a, a lot of it was because I didn't understand the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it, 
I kind of like it threw me for a loop and I just decided to not do anything for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was just traveling and write, still writing songs. But every time I thought of doing the music business, I was kind of turned off. Like, I don't I feel like people don't are, are going to take advantage of me in the mm-hmm. business. Yeah, that's how it felt. That was a different scene, too, because back then, I mean, there was MySpace, but there wasn't like Instagram where you could just like post your stuff and like hope somebody the right people sees it. It's like I guess there was YouTube, but I mean, what everything was, the was scene very like? not the way it is today, right? Oh, right? Yeah, it was very small. Um, it wasn't being used the same way it is today. It didn't have the same reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, MySpace was the biggest thing back then. That was the only thing, um, and yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do, honestly, and I felt like I needed some guidance. I needed people I could trust. I needed mentors. I did have a couple. Fiji, I, he had mentored me a bit, and just he had also been through his own challenges and experiences Mm -hmm. in the music Mm -hmm. business so he told me that the music business has nothing to do with music and everything to do with rights so Uh, i always remember that he's like you need to own your rights like don't just give away your rights after i already gave him away i was like darn it i I wish you told me that sooner (laughs) so my first little um project that i did myself I kind of had to just wash that because I signed over all my publishing, all my rights mm. to someone else. Oh, shoot. That's a hard lesson to learn. It was. Yeah. I was so heartbroken. That's why I was jaded. That's why I was like, I quit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so my passion was yeah. still there. Uh-huh. I could not stop myself. And I had talked to another mentor of mine and he said, can we just write more songs? It's yeah. okay. Let yeah. those go yeah. and write more songs. Do you have nothing else to say? Are you done? Yeah. Is that yeah. all you have to say? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so then I just did Make Me Say, and I started going on the journey of like, okay, there's so many other songs I can write and sing. And I did, and I'm still doing. You are. Did you try I, anything new during that little phase of your life? Or like, were you like... I love cooking, so I uh-huh. was cooking like every day. That's a big thing for me is food. So I was doing that. Um, I was a nanny. So oh, I was nice. watching kids because I love kids. Wait, Putting so you, them to you were sleep. in Hong Kong? <laughs> I moved back. So I oh, moved okay. back from Hong Kong and I was in Kona. Oh, nice. And I was cooking and nannying. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I worked for a private, I was a executive client concierge. So I worked for a private jet company. Oh, like, sick. Oh, that's Bringing fun. in planes <laughs> of famous people and rich people. And that was really fun because it showed me the life I wanted. Uh-huh. I was yeah. like, ooh, I would love private to have jets, this. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so I think that was all part of God's plan, you know. It's like, here, look at, look at these are the expose things you to that yeah, you yeah. love. Let uh-huh. me expose you to all these things. But yeah, my passion was still there, and I had, I couldn't escape music. So I went back to writing and recording. And I think the turning point for me was, I stopped looking for someone else to make my dreams come true, and I decided to do it myself. Yes, girl, oh, I love that. I love that. I remember the first time I saw you was um, our friend Killy Grace. He yeah. did a music video. I don't know what year this was, but then he... And I don't know if music videos weren't really like local music videos. Especially local music videos, like yeah. the quality and everything. Yeah, and then we were we were good friends with Killy, and I was like, who is this? And after that, I like just kept seeing you everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this girl. She's so talented. She's from the Big Island, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love Killy. And yeah. he... I love collaborating with other um creators you know and he i just loved his perspective on things you know like on the way he chose to film it and there were all these birds like he had birds 
there at his house when he filmed <laughs> yeah. me. So the whole time I'm singing, you hear the, the birds. birds. <laughs> but I love that. Yeah. Uh-huh. My last name is Minor, and so I call my fans Minor Birds. And so oh, it was cute. like the it all worked out. thing yeah. with yeah. all the birds, and I was just there, and it, it was just was a vibe, you know? And yeah. I think he really helped to create that along. I, that's why I love collaborating, because yeah. I love to create a vibe, and it's always better when you're with someone else doing it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what was your journey? So you went on to like create a bunch of music, win a bunch of awards. What has been like that whole journey? And I mean, this has been like over a decade. Yeah, it was it, it was not like overnight. overnight. It was no. definitely mm-hmm. a 10 year process for me. And it was a lot of a mindset issue and getting inside of my own head. And also like as an artist, we think this is my baby and like this is mine. Like, yeah. don't touch my thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I had to really let go of that and understand the value of collaborating and also that um, it's not a baby. It's just a pe- it's just a beautiful treasure. It's a piece of jewelry. It's an ornament. It's It represents this time right now. Mm-hmm. So when I create a song now, I think because I have chill- so many children, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> have that, you know? Like, you kind of... I, before, I would just overthink it, overwork it, overprocess everything mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, is this even... By the time I'm done, I'm already someone else. Yeah, right? yeah. And so I... I started, I learned how to just like really own the art for what it is in that moment as a treasure, an ornament, that a piece of jewelry that I get to wear for that time until I'm ready to create another thing, you know, and I, I didn't hold it so close to me anymore. It still matters a lot to me and I put a lot mm-hmm. into the process, but I don't overthink it and I let it be what it is. That's yeah. such good advice because I mean, yeah. a lot of like, especially creatives, you know, like you, you get sucked into this like, you know, idea of like, having the perfect thing and you keep changing it and fixing it and it's like ah i mean how many of us do that exactly everyone yeah yeah but like now looking back at our work i'm just like oh what was i thinking just like why did i do that that represented (laughs) my growth (laughs) yeah like what i had to go through back then and like now look at my work now (laughs) yeah yeah. and i think that's important even for self-image and everything it's like i'm mom of three and my body is not the same that it was before them Mm -hmm. so I used to have a really hard time. Like, I'm just not even going to buy a suit till I'm ready. You know, mm-hmm. like, that was my mm-hmm. mentality. And now I'm like, but then I won't get in the ocean. Like, how does yeah, yeah, this yeah. work? Yeah. So I've really come to just be like, this is my body right now. This yeah. is me right now after three kids. I love that. I'll be someone else in a year. I'll mm-hmm. be someone else tomorrow. Like, this is just who I am today. And just really owning who I am today. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good lesson for us all. It's like, just be who you are today and be happy. Doesn't, doesn't like being a mom really help you with that though? Yeah. Because you're always like seeing things through their eyes and then they, you're perfect in their eyes. You know, yeah. you're just like all they need and you're like everything that they need. And so it's like, wow, okay, maybe I should like see myself the way they see me. Yeah, through the child's eyes. Yeah. And for me, it's more like I just don't have time <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore <laughs> yeah. because they take up so much time and that helps me to get Uh over stuff like okay Mm -hmm. well this little time this period of time that i have right now is a luxury what Mm -hmm. am i going to do with it Mm -hmm. okay let me create this thing okay that's good yeah you know yeah yeah that's how i have to look at things so was was it through like mentors or like how how did you like you know start getting into this mindset you know and like working on those routines and all that i'm heavy into podcasts Uh and books actually one of the books i read that i that like changed my mindset was big magic Mm. I love that book. And she talks about that, about how um, 
our art is not a baby. It's just an ornament. You know, it's just a treasure mm-hmm. for the time. But she really helped me to see that. And, um, t- I mean, there's so many other books, but that's the one that comes to mind right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those kinds of things, when I get to hear other people's I, I'm kind of geeky. Like, I like to learn and yeah. listen to other people's mindsets. Oh, and totally. Like that. Yeah, we love like, that, yeah, too. That's yeah, why exactly. we started this. And like, uh-huh. we are total podcast people. Yeah. Like, we listen to it. And, and, you know, for the longest time, we're like, oh, you know, we love talking to people. We love hanging out with people. And we're filmmakers. So we love to share stories. And But, you know, with clients and, like, with work and all that, you need to, like, find the sound bites and everything. Yeah, so it's yeah. tough because you don't get to share the whole story. Yeah. And then we listen to all these podcasts and we're like, yeah. wait. Why don't we just do a podcast, you know, just talk to someone and like. I love that idea. Uh I really love that idea. Because, yeah, yeah, even so many times I have to filter and edit myself. Exactly. So it's like, it's nice to just tell the story. Uncut. (laughs) (laughs) Uncut. Yeah, Yeah, uncut. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, And then it makes people like really feel, I feel like connection just goes a long way. You know, like people just want to connect and like we've interviewed like all kinds of people but like when you get to just like have a conversation just like talk story it's like oh they're just they battle the same things that i do they're like a normal person just like i am and they've gone through challenges and struggles just like i do you know and it's yeah. like it's like yeah gives like your story of like you know feeling jaded by the industry and like mm-hmm. not almost like leaving but you know your passion um and whatnot so it's like just hearing the fear. yeah exactly your I passion love yeah i love that that's yeah, gonna be the sound bite of, yeah <laughs> social media right there um yeah. So, so, you know, you went on and you won a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. And so how was that? You know, After like, a lot of hard work, exactly. it didn't happen yes, overnight. Yes, it didn't happen and overnight. And I lost yep. a lot of awards exactly. before mm-hmm. I won any uh-huh. awards. Mm-hmm. So that's important but, but to yeah, say. You yeah. Kept, yeah, you kept working towards your passion and your goals. Yep. And, and it wasn't for the awards at all. Mm-hmm. It was just doing what I was doing. And um, I think an important thing or mentality that I have is just like how those mentors gave to me. I wanted to mentor and give to others, Mm -hmm. other artists in the industry. So it started with just my friends. And then I started, um, I started a whole company Mm -hmm. called Haku Collective where we're kind of like just an agency for artists. We're by artists for artists and just fill this space where we're trying to figure things out because I'm trying to figure things out still. But every time I learn something, I want to share it. Mm -hmm. And so this provides that opportunity and resources to other artists to share kind of everything we've been learning about this music industry. Yeah, Yeah, and you were saying that too. Like, you know, you wish you had that guidance, you know, when you're younger in your music mm-hmm. career and whatnot For so sure. it's like you being able to provide that and you know so many people as well and like yeah it's like uplifting the entire music industry from you know hawaii and all that too that's awesome yeah yep. because what blesses one blesses all i really believe that uh-huh. so mm-hmm. whatever i'm doing for others it's gonna bless all of us mm-hmm. in this community in hawaii in the world you know like if you just look from the micro to the macro level it's like it's really important that we take care of each other yeah how has that like um, changed your perspective on things when you you become the mentor? I'm both like so I'm still a mentee <laughs> uh-huh. too, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I love being a mentor. I've like I said, I was a nanny, and even from when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I was a like a junior counselor to like younger students. So I've always sort of had that motherly leadership, yeah. leadership kind of a role. I mm-hmm. think my name again and then also i'm a cancer so i think i have all of these things like built in me but it it brings me joy i like it Mm -hmm. i like to to give and to help others like that 
Have you had a, like one person that maybe stands out to you that you really impacted their journey or or maybe really impacted you that you've gotten to mentor? Both. I mean, yeah, I can think both ways. But Kalani Pea is a good example because his husband and I are childhood friends. We've been friends for a long time. And when he decided he wanted to put out an album, record an album, I literally would have four-hour conversations with Alan, walking him through how everything works. He would take notes and be like, okay, so what about this? And we'd have these long conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got them set up at the Recording Academy, and they just helped walk them through their whole journey. I was there when he won his first Grammy. Uh-huh. Oh, so to awesome. me, that's the perfect example of like what I intended with Haku Collective mm-hmm. and seeing it in fruition, you know, actually yeah. happening. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't do, we were just there supporting. They did all the hard work uh-huh. mm-hmm. and that's a mindset thing. And that's like um, those who, you know, the universe will rise up to meet them where they are once they have their right intentions. And they intended to do all the things they did right and so i was just happy to be a support for but them. that support that you provided is so powerful too like just even feeling like they're not alone or just like connecting yeah. them with the right people and places mm-hmm. like that's so powerful so you should definitely feel a part of that journey oh you for know? sure yeah they know yeah 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 that's awesome yeah and so you 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 started that like six years ago yep it's been six years nice since i started haku collective how, how has like the mission, you know, evolved? Since? Yeah. So our mission is to build and sustain a thriving network of creatives telling the most authentic stories of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I said creatives because we are all storytellers, but like we're not just musicians, you know, like mm-hmm. we're doing so many other things as well. So mm-hmm. it was just important that it was that we were telling authentic stories and that we're helping them to thrive mm-hmm. because we want this to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was sort of my intention of that. And we started off as like, actually, the year I started the company, we started our um, pro bono programming. So we started these feeder programs for up and coming artists. And I really believe that um, the strength of a song starts with the songwriting, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I started this thing called Mellicraft Bootcamp, and it's free for kids between 12 and 23. And they're up and coming artists or just even like, poets like whatever mm-hmm. just creatives yeah, creative. and so we get them all in a room or having one coming up soon and they all get together and they write together and then we have artist mentors that come in so we've had henry capono paula funga imua garza leslie ludiazo ashley lilinoy and me uh, and they we sit with them and we go okay here's your word let's write a song about this word and we teach them how to songwrite together so oh, that's, that's amazing. So yeah, awesome. and they're all like in their own uh-huh. groups. And it's so cool to see how fast and good they mm-hmm. can write together. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I can't write a song when they're alone. I'm like, but look what you just did together. Yeah, right. it's, it's crazy because it's like sometimes a lot of creators, they don't see that in themselves. And it just mm-hmm. takes like something like your program to exactly. like expose that. And, that's and then amazing. they leave confident. Uh-huh. They're like, oh my God, I wrote I did three that. songs. Yeah, I did that. I didn't write one song. <laughs> I wrote three yeah, songs yeah. today, you know. And you're exposing to like collaboration and everything. Col- and, and that's what I want. And now it's been six years and the kids that were in the very first year, like one of the girls was 14, Tiara Gomes. She's now 19. And she just released a music video and a single and she's out um, gigging with some of the other guys oh, from no way thing yeah oh my like gosh a few of them so Jonah good. who's Joby with he, like there's so cool many yeah, like, artists who uh-huh. are now out in the scene and doing it and I'm still there mentoring them or helping them find grants or figure out ways to like make the most you know mm-hmm. and guide them 
because I wish I had that when yes. I was young. That is, oh, that's so awesome. How do people um, like apply or be a part of it? If yeah, so to? they can go. We have a web on our website. We have it in hakuhawaii.com. Um, there's a mentorship thing where they can like in, put their information in, and then I just email them when we have up events coming up and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And we have a few different programs. So it started with the songwriting one, and now we're doing other things as well. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. It's you know, it's it's always good to hear when like you know, people create things. I think especially in Hawaii, you know, like people don't have those opportunities, and for you to create like mm -hmm. programs and you know like like you said like the feeder programs and whatnot to create those opportunities that, that's amazing yeah exactly and there are bigger programs like songwriting festivals mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. like the big island songwriting festival so this program was supposed to be a feeder program for that so, mm -hmm. they, so the next step is that and then creative labs with the um, creative industry division they do that and so there are other things out there and mm -hmm. so our point is not to create new things it's like we'll create something here that can work with everything else that's going on in the community you know so that yeah. we can all collaborate mm -hmm. that's exciting because there are resources out there but a lot of people wouldn't even know where to go I so know. just that yeah. fact that you're connecting the dots that's so awesome i love that yeah. how has things changed now that you've become a mama you have three yeah Three little ones, <laughs> not yeah. in school yet. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, in preschool. One is in preschool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't have the luxury of time anymore. Uh -huh. So I have to really prioritize. And I mean, I'm scheduling a year out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm an artist, remember? So yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, never yeah. did any of uh -huh. that stuff. And <laughs> I have to schedule writing sessions and everything. All Even my creative blocks are scheduled. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, so, yeah, you have to. I have time to time block everything yeah. in your calendar. And it's yeah. harder for artists, I feel like, because then prior to like having responsibilities, it's like it'll just inspire me when it inspires me. <laughs> it's yeah. just when like, the time come. comes, <laughs> yeah. when I'm in the zone, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> but yeah, becoming a mom, you're like, oh, I don't have that luxury anymore. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, you wrote the album or you produced the album Hawaiian, Hawaiian Lullaby. Lullaby. Yeah. And you had two babies at that time yep yeah. i was pregnant oh wow with my second uh -huh. oh baby. Yeah, yeah so i had my first baby and i would sing you are my sunshine i wanted the olelo hawaii the hawaiian uh -huh. so mm -hmm. i worked with a friend and we made that song mm -hmm. um and then from there i'm like wait we need a whole album yeah and i just couldn't find it online you know i was googling searching and i couldn't find like a hawaiian lullaby sort of album that that would teach my baby's Hawaiian language too. Mm -hmm. And and me, teach me too. So we so I started producing and creating that while I was pregnant with my second child. And I I put the album out in May and I had him in June. Yeah, and it was we fun. We have that album on repeat <laughs> at our house still. Like they still sing it on the way to school and stuff like that because it's like so, oh, it just it gives me goosebumps the way that all the songs came together it's so beautiful Thank and you. then you I want it you were nominated for a grammy for that yes yeah that was really cool <laughs> um and it wasn't just by chance you know it was a lot of um, yeah you worked towards work it, towards yeah. getting to that nomination but it was well deserved i think and it really shined a light on our on 13 artists from hawaii wow. yeah, I so say, like that was a big collaboration yes yeah. and i i could have easily done my own hawaiian yeah. lullaby album but 
my brain doesn't think like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, mm-hmm. how much cooler would it be if the Green sang this song and if mm-hmm. Josh Tatofi uh-huh. sang this song? Sang and this song. so yeah, yeah. I, you know, I really believe in collaboration for the whole thing, for everything that we do, and that's really one of our pillars at Haku Collective. One of our main values is just collaboration and the power of that. So I knew it would be way bigger if we had all the artists involved and you mm-hmm. could have them all sing to your babies yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is so beautiful and it's gonna it's like one of those albums that would just be passed down for generations you know it's yeah. like because it is really like the only one of its kind yeah there's a volume two coming <gasps> oh Yay. now you got her all excited <laughs> i know my babies aren't babies anymore yeah, but, but still, we'll still yeah. love them <laughs> yeah but that's but so they're cool. not only for babies though right yeah. like yeah. the truth yeah. is everyone enjoys it so that yeah that's exciting and that's the power of music i yeah. love that and it's cool because like you you know you went through a life experience and you're you're doing it for your own baby and then you looked it up and it wasn't around and you you made it happen mm-hmm. you know so yeah. you yeah so you created something out of nothing created, yeah. yeah 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 and you're working on another album yeah can we talk about that yeah yeah okay. i um i for the past two years i've been writing songwriting um with i live in an art space building so it's a bunch of artists in here oh yeah that one yep. yeah uh olaka ilima and so I, one of the one of my neighbors, <laughs> they're writers, so we were songwriting throughout the whole pandemic, and I have another friend in Nashville, and so we write on Zoom, and all of these songs were kind of just all the feelings and the way we were feeling in that time, and so I didn't want to rush it, but I now I'm working on it, and I'm also looking at my heritage because, I don't know, I think it's something that happens when you have kids where you're like, well, what? are you who am i mm-hmm. you know you ask all these deep <laughs> questions mm-hmm. so i started looking into my um you know my mo'okuauha which is like my genealogy or my past but not only my hawaiian side i wanted to look at my portuguese side mm. and all the other parts of me and so that has been such a fun journey to find old photos and i'm on ancestry.com looking things up and really discovering all parts of me and the people that made me who I am, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so these songs are kind of um, about written during the pandemic, but thinking about my past and knowing that like life is cyclical. And so I think this is the first time what I'm going through, no one has ever gone through. And right. then I research my family. I'm like, oh, wow, They've this has happened before. Yeah. And like uh-huh. I found a, my great great grandma who came on the boat over from Portugal to Hawaii. She couldn't read. She couldn't write. She didn't know English. She had all these kids and she brought all of them over here except one four-year-old. Oh, yeah. No. So I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, yeah, how yeah, yeah, do yeah, you yeah. have a four-year-old? That's Omea. That's my oldest daughter. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm still researching that, but it turns out that her four-year-old now, I have family there because that four-year-old was still there. Like set roots oh. there. So oh. I have, wow. yeah, so I'm going to go there soon to portugal and i'm gonna meet my family and i'm gonna be you know the family of this four-year-old so i thought that was pretty interesting to think about traveling and having kids and you think it's so hard and then you read about your ancestors like oh that seems harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it seems way harder. Oh, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. That's right? a long journey. Like, a lot of kids were dying on the boats uh-huh. over because yeah. it was like four months, five months, and mm-hmm. yeah, sicknesses and yeah. What about something that you learned from your Hawaiian side? So my great great grandma was the first female legislator in the state of Hawaii. No way! So that wow. was cool. I found that I had leaders very strong women on both sides of my family. And I, I started with the women because I'm a woman. Uh-huh, yes. uh-huh. So I kind yeah. of went down that route. But um, yeah, and I also found I have family um, 
from South Kona, and her name was Lahapa Keovai, and so I named my son after her. Keovai is his name, but it means um, he was born during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. so I wanted something that meant peace and, um, you know, just something to get him out of everything that we That's had going on. Yep. been through. And so Keovai is the eternal waters, or um, another way to look at it is like, the return of your ancestors mm. and so that's what his name means oh. is, yeah it just has Good that strength too. and i mm-hmm. found that name just through researching wow yeah that's so interesting that's i'm doing another project and they're saying like the the greatest gift you can give to someone or like the first gift to give them is their name yes and you know, i 100 million mm-hmm. percent believe that mm-hmm. yeah my first kid I, I i didn't name any of them in the hospital yeah and can. i went all the way to the point where they're like, if you don't turn in this name, <laughs> you're going to have to do all this paperwork. Uh, and I'm like, okay. But, you know, I really believe that. Mm-hmm. I really believe in the power of a name. And yeah. you spend your life living up to that name. Well, it's Hawaiians like their first intention. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's like, the yeah, intention. You're living up to your name. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, I was named after my grandma. And then my daughter is named after my dad, whose name is Hayden Lee. And we named her Haley after oh, my dad. I but that. I love family names, too. Because it's Me too. St- strong women in my family, too. <laughs> like, lots of strong yeah, women. Yeah, and you can call on them. You yeah. know, when you say mm-hmm. your child's name, you're calling on your mm-hmm. ancestors, mm-hmm. which I really love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yes. my daughter's name is Omealani, but I liked... It was supposed to be Kaomealani Hulililehi Ukupuna, and I was like, that's so long. <laughs> and then I was like, but we don't need all of it. And... I wanted to start with OM because that's the universal yeah. sound, OM. Mm-hmm. And so I purposely just did the OM Melanie. You could have added it to her middle name. <laughs> yeah. All oh, no, extra. I know what it is. So yeah. it's fine to me. It's yeah. like the world doesn't need to know it. I yeah. know it. And, and it's, then she's going to know it. And it's reverberating know? in her name. And yeah, OM is that. just like no matter what, when people say her name, they're calling on that sound. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, deep. I, I love, love that. that. Yeah, think about what you're gonna name your kids. I know. It'll be something, something important. I know. <laughs> but even Joe can be important. It just exactly. depends like, on. It depends who. on. Yeah. And that's why it's important that you let other people tell you the meaning of their kids' names and not try to guess. Yeah. I think because you never know their intention mm-hmm. of the name, mm-hmm. so it's best to listen to them tell you. Like you just told me, right, yeah. with Haley. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty yeah. cool. That's true. Yeah. You guys That's are true. all writing songs. You don't even know. Uh-huh. I know. We're gonna <laughs> names. Sit down they're yeah. little yeah. songs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I with love like that. deeper stories. Yeah. What is your process for like writing a song? Like, what's your creative process? I'm always interested to hear from creatives and artists like what their creative process is. Yeah, it's always different. Sometimes it's the melody. Sometimes I come up with words first. Um, like the song Bamboo, I was driving on the... Um, I used to live in Haula, so the mm-hmm. northeast side, and I would see the waterfalls coming down the Ko'olau, and mm-hmm. I would see bamboo forests on my left. And I was driving through, and I saw it, saw the bamboo, and I just thought, bam, bamboo, bam, bamboo. And I just kept uh-huh. saying that mm-hmm. over and over. And then when I went into, I actually co-wrote this song with um, Isaac and one other guy, Jesse. And when we got together, I said, I want to write a song that, has this line bam bam boo uh-huh. and mm-hmm. we literally wrote the whole song around that, that idea oh. oh cool so so just from different kinds of places of inspiration yeah and they're they're all super deep to me like seven layers deep so i don't i mean when you hear the song you're like oh cool but actually <laughs> there's all kinds of like in hawaiian we call that kauna right mm-hmm. or hidden meanings in there and i i just like to to write like that mm-hmm. um 
so you might not know everything that it's about, but sometimes I share the story and then people yeah. are like, oh. Yeah. For instance, yeah. Bottom of a Rainbow, I say, stars like rockets on the sea. Um, and that I wrote that in Makua Valley, and it was the first time I ever camped there on the west side. Mm-hmm. And I literally, the moon was rising, the sun was setting, and it was just like the most epic, like, paradise Uh i had ever experienced in that present moment i was so present and i sat on the beach i watched the sunset the moon came up and i just watched stars shoot across the sky oh that just and the reflection of the stars looked like rockets on the sea it was the craziest thing i had ever experienced Uh in like I'm so lucky. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, I just felt really lucky. Bottom of a rainbow. Yeah. And I wrote that yeah. in that song. And it's 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 so cool because like pretty much like every song that you write um is a different part of your life. And you know, like Yeah, it represents a part of my life. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Different values at the time or, you know, experiences and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like like a snapshot of like that that moment in your life and like whatever was going on in your personal life, too. It's just like you have these like little snapshots of your whole life that when you tell the story, it's like it's so, so cool to be able to like peek into that part of your life that you're in. Yes. And I finally kind of understood what songwriting meant to others when I started performing. Mm. And before that, I had no idea you know be a friend and they'd be crying and be like oh cool (laughs) you know i touched you your Uh life but when you're on stage and there's a lot of people singing or crying or feeling it then it reminds me like oh it's so much bigger than just my feelings and what i'm going through you know and that's why i say songwriting is the is the core of the song it's it's all about what you're saying and how you make people feel yeah, because that that song could represent a mo- completely separate moment in somebody else's life that will be like a monumental moment for them. Like, yeah. So have- it, the way that I write now, I used to be way more specific <laughs> when yeah. I was younger, but now the way that I write is so that I can tell more than just my story. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much more still specific but more broad Mm -hmm. just so i can include others who almost felt it but then like oh no that's not me i want everyone Mm -hmm. to feel it yeah you know so this new album is really looking through the lens of not just myself but others too as i'm choosing my words it's still the way i feel it's still the experiences i'm experiencing Mm -hmm. but i'm trying to be broader with my words so that more people can feel it Mm -hmm. yeah this is like just through years of learning and Mm -hmm. evolving and yep Nice. We're excited. Uh, when can people expect that, or when are you going to plan this summer? Okay. I don't know. We want it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a name for it already? The album? No, not really. Everything is coming together pretty fast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I'm in pre-production right now. Um, I'm in the studio with Brad. He's the bass player for the Green. He's okay. also their music director. But he and I have written songs and done other albums together. So it's been really fun to just kind of create and work through these songs and see where they're going to go production wise. And then next week I'm in the studio with Imua Garza Mm -hmm. and we're literally recording the album next week. Cool. (laughs) I would like to just be a fly on the wall during that time. (laughs) Like it must be just, I mean, long, I'm sure it's like long. It's very long and I'm sure people. Yeah. So my partner Maka, like he used to come in and then he's like, 
okay, I don't know what you guys are doing. Like, like you, you, you got, got it. it. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah. hear it when it's done, you know, because it's a lot of like, okay, do that again, but this time go like this. You know, we're producing the album uh-huh. and stuff. So it's a lot of geeky stuff, but it, it makes all the difference when you mm. focus in on little things, mm-hmm. even like the sound of a bell or uh-huh. whatever, the way you're strumming and the way you're singing. Performance is important Yeah, to get the message across once you have the song done. Mm-hmm. How long did it take to produce a song? I mean, like, once you get into the studio, like, is it a couple days, days? Yeah. couple or weeks. I mean, it depends, depends how uh-huh. much you want to get in on it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just, I give myself a total period of time. Mm-hmm. And then I go through and do the songs, like a collection of songs mm-hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. So we're bouncing around a lot. We will have like a percussionist come in and do all the songs. Then we go through the next instrument. So it's not always oh, just song by song by song. I see. Yeah, it's a collection. Nice. That's so cool. Huge collaboration too. Y- you should document that. Dr- I mean, I'm, I don't know. I do. You do. Yeah. yeah. But That's it's so interesting. Yeah. Not like professionally. Uh-huh. Just like, here's <laughs> yeah, my no, camera. Yeah, no, but still, like, yeah. Like people want to see that yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. I do. I yes. love watching documentaries uh-huh. and exactly. stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's like a big thing too. It's like you see, you know, the final product and, and whatnot, but it's like the big, I think a lot of people are interested in, in the messy middle. Exactly. Yeah. Like how, how, yeah. how this was created. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And it's not all beautiful. It, it no, is like yeah. long and grueling and yeah. And I have real life too. So I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. before I could be in the studio for like 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now it's like, okay, I got four hours today. I got eight hours tomorrow. You know, yeah. it's a uh-huh. lot of scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What has been like one moment in your career? I know this is kind of like a big question, but like one moment in your career where you realize that your work has like really touched somebody. What was the specific moment? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, maybe somebody shared with you. Was it like a performance or like someone shared a story with you? Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's so many moments. Uh Um, When I was first starting out, it was crazy. I put my song Good Vibes on MySpace and someone sent me a message and they got all my lyrics tattooed on their back. No way. A girl. Whoa. A girl put my Good Vibes lyric on her back. And I was like, whoa, like that's forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I was like, wow, I've really meant that much to her that she did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and other people have gotten tattoos. Like tattoos is probably like one of the things. Yeah, for sure. It's, for, it's on for you forever. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then even like um, names, they'll name their children after oh, yeah. oh, wow. songs and things. And yeah, those are some. I'm sure you've I inspired many Kimiyas. <laughs> Do they tell Probably. you too? Like a I couple, my yeah, after you. yeah, a couple people did, or they wanted to name them like their kids after my kids, and they're like, "What does wow. it mean?" And I'll, <laughs> tell me what that means. <laughs> okay, that's a little bit Yeah, or like song lyrics. Yeah, it's cool. It's but like I think the moment that I started. T- going on stage and seeing people singing the songs and stuff like that yeah. was really whoa like i you know it took my breath away it was mm-hmm. like wow like just the simple act of someone singing along or crying or feeling the mm-hmm. way that i felt mm-hmm. when i wrote it like that's when i knew like oh this matters this matters the, to more than just me and even if it only matters to that one person mm-hmm. that's cool yeah, yeah that's huge that's cool someone yeah. other yeah so I, I kind of like touch briefly on it about like, you know, the industry and whatnot, but like, what were some challenges, you know, like, 
like going through this journey? Being a female was uh-huh. a very big challenge for me in this male-dominated industry, mm-hmm. and it's one of my kind of like platforms that I want is I want to make sure my mentees or other females feel protected. They know how to protect themselves, have boundaries, know their value, like even, you know, payment wise, like Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things. It's just important as I'm mentoring females and women, girls to remind them and kind of teach them about that Mm because it is hard to navigate that. Um, And I was touring and traveling and, you know, a lot of, sketchy situations Mm -hmm. yeah um so that was a big one for me um what else oh being independent i mean that was the hugest thing because i'm like how do i pay for this okay i gotta go do a gig so that i can pay for this song you know like and that's Uh how i saw things for a long time was like job to job Mm -hmm. kind of thing you Mm -hmm. know to do that job i gotta do this job and it's like it's really not sustainable, and that's how a lot of artists are doing it. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big challenge, being independent um, are and you just still, figuring are you still things out. an independent artist? hmm So you were independent, and then you had, like, you were part of an agency, and then... I never signed to an agency, but I did sign a deal with, like, a label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, that I first sold, album. Yeah, and yeah, I, like, yeah, gave yeah. away all my rights mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of... I just didn't know. But I that was so... That's so many, like, young artists, you know? It like, is. Because, like, the opportunity is there and you don't, like... You know, you, you yeah. don't know better. Yeah. You're yeah. young and... Yeah. 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 And that was a... Yeah, just not knowing how... Just having no business savvy, not knowing nothing, you mm-hmm, know, and not mm-hmm. realizing the value of my music and mm-hmm. myself. Because you just wanted to create. You just wanted to sing, mm-hmm. write songs. And yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. I also think being here, being isolated, being in Hawaii, that's why a lot of artists go to the mainland and do their thing there. And I did that too, but I just kept being called home. It was like a rubber band. I would uh-huh. go far and then it just whipped me right back <laughs> yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just here. stopped trying yeah. to fight it. I yeah. was like, I'm just not going to fight this anymore. Like if there aren't opportunities here, I'll create them. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't keep going away to try to find opportunities. Sure. I'll travel. And like, there are opportunities there, but I want to create opportunities here. I want this place to be, and there are like-minded people There's who so many can talented. actually yep. make opportunities happen here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just had to find those people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you're creating them. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's awesome. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. What's what's like some advice you would give to like a young musician? I or think like, one of the main things is know who you are today. I think so many times people say find your authentic voice, and that is true. But it's going to change just as your experiences change, as your life changes. So just be okay with your voice and who you are today, and create for that moment. You know. And stop trying to chase who you want to be, which is exactly what I did mm. for so long that I never got to. I missed all the opportunities to be who I was in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I think just be authentic to yourself in the moment and allow yourself to create in that moment. And then let it go and move forward. And then you can create a next moment in the next phase of who you are. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's important. That's amazing. That's yeah. yeah that's like, great advice for somebody who is like, especially in this industry, who's just like, especially it's in this hard. Day and age it's hard with because social media and everything. You're constantly being compared to somebody else, or you're comparing yourself to somebody else. So that's that's 
hard. It's okay. It's going to happen. I, it's it's consumers. The bottom line is it's a product. You're creating a product that people are going to buy. Right. So you have to be okay with being compared to whoever it yeah. may be. Yeah, yeah. Just be okay with that. Oh, yeah. you're like the kind. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to buy it? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you yeah, compare yeah, me yeah, to. Yeah. If you, you like it, cool. It, yeah. cool. I'm in. Like, yeah. Because that's really who I am. So I don't care how you see me. That's that's up to you, right? Like yeah. that's your the whole point. Yeah. Is, like I'm just gonna be me, and if you like it, amazing. So I think that's important too. Is like just it's okay to be compared. I used to be defensive before. Like no, yeah. I'm not like that. I'm like this. I'm my own person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who cares? Like people are gonna say what they want to say exactly. behind your back, anyways. Right, so just right. like. You have to have tough skin. You have to let things roll off your back. Yeah. If you know who you are, it makes everything so much easier yeah. to take, you know? Yeah. And also, you can't do it alone. Mm. So that was a lesson I had mm. to learn. It's like, you have to get people you trust on your team, and mm -hmm. then you have to trust them. You chose them. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing like when I was giving birth. I chose my doctor. Yeah, yeah. I chose my doula. I chose this team. So when the cra I had some crazy stuff happen, and uh, and they were like, them. "Well, you chose these people, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Okay, now then now trust you them. trust them." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's an important part of this industry. In any industry, is like you cannot do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You will burn all both ends, and you'll everything. The house will burn down. Yeah. You can't, but you mm -hmm. find you know do the research. Find the people you trust, then trust them to do their job mm -hmm. and let go. Let them do their jobs. Mm -hmm. That's very, very important. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. such great advice for like, yeah, any industry in business. Like if Anything. you want to get somewhere, yeah. you, you can't do it. You have to collaborate. Mm -hmm. You need a team and you need to trust them. Mm -hmm. And then you let them do their job. You can always question and get answers and stuff. But you at the end of the day, you have to trust them mm -hmm. you can't just be i'll just do it myself no you can't do that yeah that's, I know. that's such Always, like a big thing yeah. we talk about it like with other people too but like business owners and you know like having that team and like being able to like trust them like that's such a huge and once you figure that out it's like the growth is growth. exponential yeah, after yeah. that growth. and like yep. every person is like looking back i wish i did that sooner uh -huh. <laughs> and yes, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Grind <laughs> so long and hard by myself yep yeah yeah I know you kind of like uh, like touched lesson. upon it, but like what what did you value before that you don't anymore? Like in that kind of like push control, mm -hmm. hundred million percent. Yeah, I think having kids, you realize like, <laughs> oh, I have no control. <laughs> There's no They're control. control. <laughs> so yeah, control was big for me. Creative control, like mm. everything. Control of the way people saw me. Just control. Yeah. And I think it's because I grew up in chaos. So I was like, nobody asked me anything. It was like, no, you're going here, you're doing this. Like, <laughs> you're going to this school, that school. Like, I went to a lot of schools. Mm -hmm. My parents got divorced. All kinds of chaos. Mm -hmm. And so when I got older, I was like, I just want to control everything. Uh -huh. <laughs> and just recently, like, only in the past few years, I had to let go because I had too many kids. <laughs> too many things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, if I don't let go of control, I'm going to drown. I'm going to, yes. like, literally uh -huh. go under. Yeah. So I let go of control. I think that's probably the thing I cared the most about, honestly. Mm. That's huge. But how does it feel now? Great. Yeah. <laughs> like my hair might be a little unruly or like, you know, there no. might be a little things out of place. Like my nails. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I haven't done my nails. But I'm like, what? what's more important? Your nails or the album? The album. Okay, great. Just yeah. let your nails be. So I like, yeah. 
Anyways, but it's things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, okay, it's everything's not going to be perfect, but mm-hmm. I'm okay to let that go if it means my quality of life is better. Mm-hmm. If it means I have reserved energy at the end of the day for my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Different know? priorities and like yeah. thinking bigger picture. Yeah, I know. One of my best girlfriends told me one time, she was like recently, she was like, I am just like setting the bar way low for myself right now <laughs> in this season of life. And I'm like... I've never thought about it that way, but that's pretty smart. She's like, if we get out of the house and like go to the park, great. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have to do all these other things that yes. I feel like I need to do or other people are telling me I should do. Or like, she's like, my bar is like way down here now. <laughs> I like, call it the balls in the air. I have less balls in the air. <laughs> I let yeah, all the balls fall. Yeah, huh? I'm like, well, that's all falling. And I got these two that matter the most. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. Because as women and as moms, we tend to have 20 balls in the air at all times. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm brushing my teeth and I was cleaning something. I'm like, why? <laughs> why can't I just clean my teeth? Yeah, yeah, why yeah, yeah. is this a thing? But I realized, I'm like, just let go of some of the balls in the air. Like, yeah. okay, you're not going to have fresh baked cookies. You're going to go yeah. buy them from the store. Like, uh-huh. But that's okay because yeah. you're doing this other thing. Like, yeah. you're sitting and yeah. playing cars with your son instead. Like, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we... I. I outsource the things that I don't want to do anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And then I reserve energy for the things I do want to do. Mm-hmm. And I get to decide. That's beautiful. That's huge. And yeah. once, once, like, an entrepreneur, like, even a per- like, realizes that, like, yeah, the growth, everything, you feel so much better. And yeah, because yeah. you have to value your time, too, you know? Yep. Your mm-hmm. time is valuable. Even if all you do all day is stay mm-hmm. home with your kids, that is worth a million dollars to your child. Yes. Yeah. So don't devalue your time, no matter what it is that yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important yeah, I always tell to people, value like, your You time. can make money and whatnot and do all of that, but you can't make up time. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's the That's most expensive way yeah. to, like, do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's with your time. Yeah, well, thank you for making time for yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for making <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. This is filling my cup today. Oh, good. Nice. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm happy to have you on to share your story with the other creatives and everyone out there, you know, like such an amazing story and you had so much good stuff to say i know yeah. you're such an inspiration and super real which i we really appreciate <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. It's yeah like it's way too much work to be something else yeah. you know unless yeah, you have yeah. a lot of time for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. No. yeah unless you, you value control <laughs> i think that was like why we did this too like you know a lot of people get stuck in like that analysis paralysis like so, oh we need to like make it perfect and mm-hmm. when i was like you know what let's just record in my office you know like <laughs> no. yeah. let's just do whatever you know like I, let's just do it and otherwise see how it you goes. won't ever do it exactly that's the hardest part is doing it right yeah yeah and it will happen i mean it's been a journey but Uh like every episode it's like getting better (laughs) the graphics that we post oh you should see like the first episode (laughs) the first you're not luckily we didn't bring you on for episode one we're like uh what do we talk about (laughs) (laughs) i know it's been so fun but no thank you so much it's like such a treat to be able to sit down with you and just like pick your brain and talk story and yeah i think people really are inspired by like how we were saying like watching the documentaries like the behind the scenes stuff because it's like this stuff isn't easy and so if you're going through it just also know that the journey is not so easy and perfect like it's as not it seems. Mm-hmm. but i definitely want to make sure to say this because i didn't really believe it but you can dream super huge you mm-hmm. can like your vision for yourself should be huge Mm -hmm. and i think if you do all the things that i was saying along the way of like just being who you are in this moment and like collaborating and whatever Mm -hmm. make your vision huge like i love oprah she talks about the Uh trees you know her trees and she's like i just want to like 
this many trees and God said, dream bigger, honey. And now I got 30,000 trees yeah, yeah. in my backyard, yeah. right? She's trying to get trees in a backyard. That's all yeah. she wanted. And she only envisioned 10 trees. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I really believe that I know it's hard for us to see because we're isolated on an island mm-hmm. um, for those in Hawaii um, or you feel like you have to go away or whatever it may be. But I think the goal is to just have big goals and dream big and mm-hmm. ha- and it's all about intention and when you have the right intentions the universe will rise up and meet you where you are it'll give you the things that you need it'll connect you to the right people whatever it is you know yeah and it's important to surround yourself with people like you or like people who do see big the big picture mm-hmm. like bigger dreams yes. even like yeah i mean who knew like we would be able to do this podcast, but then we we're like, oh yeah, or or anything in our career, anything, yeah, like anything yeah. in our career, we like, oh yeah, it'd be fun to do like you know like ten weddings a year, and then somebody would be like, what if you did a hundred weddings a year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I didn't even think that way, and then it takes people to be like, no, the the world is big, <laughs> like yeah. the world is so you're big, big too, dream you know, big, yes. Yes. dream big, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. yeah, I love that. Thank well, you so much. People can find you on Instagram. Where else? People Haku Collect is it HakuHawaii.com? Yeah, Haku Hawaii or Haku Collective.com. Kimieminer.com. Play Kimie. Haku Collective. Mm -hmm. We're on all the things. Yeah. Everything. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Um, out in your neighborhoods. (laughs) (laughs) On the radio. (laughs) You are everywhere and I love it. Well, stay we're excited for your album. Everyone stay tuned for that. Um and yeah, we'll yeah congratulations on all your success and all the success to come mahalo <laughs> thank you guys thank you, guys. Thank you.